0: hey everybody and welcome to true crime paranormal with the psychic sisters this is katie weaver I'm here with my sister, co-host, and partner in crime, Christy Brower. Hello. Hello. Hey, everybody. How's, How's it
1: going? going? Uh, good. Very, very good. I hear um, you're working on quite a fun project. I Yeah, I'm opening an online crystal store. I've tried this a few times. I think I found the perfect way to do it, and I spent my entire day working on it. So I'm going to reveal that tomorrow night on the Psychic Hour. Awesome. Uh, But in the meantime, I think our listeners are already noticing that you have a couple of visitors in your lap. I have a little bit of show and tell. Just a little bit. Just a little bit.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The puppies are finally home. So I decided I better just show them to you first because I was worried i have had a scene trying to pick them up. And um,
1: I had a hell of a scene picking them up. You guys just got to miss it. So I got good. to watch it. It was pretty great. <laughs> Most mostly hear it. There was a lot of banging <laughs> and well, there like was that. a puppy yipped at one point. Too. Uh, yeah,
0: I, I they don't like to be picked up. They get a little startled. And when I went to pick up Bruno, this little guy, he turned and ran headlong into the side of the leg of a chair and knocked himself down. Not out, just down. All right. This is Bruno. Look how cute he is. I don't know if you guys can tell, but he's He's a polydactyl. Can you see his feet? He has extra toes. His feet (laughs) are so silly. Like you don't need to tell everyone about my funky feet. Yep. And this is Luca.
1: Oh.
0: Yeah. So we got him home on Friday, and on Friday at least Bruno weighed a pound and a half and Luca weighed 1.7 pounds. So they are going to be a little bit bigger than our other chihuahuas. Their mom and dad are both about seven pounds, so they should be about there. Except for Bruno's quite a bit smaller than Luca. Mm-hmm. Even just like, really you know, when you just like hold them up together, he's quite a bit smaller. I'm sorry. But <laughs> <laughs> they're like, uh, hello, I don't like this. Anyway, but they're doing super good. So I'm going to put them on the floor. So if you hear some, you know, wrestling and rowdy stuff going on, you'll know why. But I'm going to put them
1: down. They're so cute. I did post my link to my crystal sword because several of you said you were excited about that. I will have more detail about it tomorrow, but it is in the chat. It's Eclectic Healer Crystals um, on the Square Marketplace. So Awesome. But anyway, that is very much overshadowed by the cuteness of those two puppies.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We are having fun. I have to tell you, they are sleeping through the night
1: like champs. You are so lucky. I'm so so lucky. lucky. When they're this little, oh our easy balled off freaking night for a long time when we got hurt mm-hmm. about that age. Oh yeah. I honestly that was probably most of the reasoning behind getting two. <laughs> and uh, it's v- really smart because um you know, they keep each other busy, they can snuggle mm-hmm. together at night, you know. Mm-hmm. All of that cuz who mm. It's like getting a, it's like having a new baby when you get them this little. Mhm.
0: For sure. Well, you know, uh our sister has a chihuahua that's uh, the same age as my little Rico. And he quacked like a duck at night. Forever. Forever. It was the craziest freaking noise. And he'd do it all night if he wasn't being held. She'd uh-huh. end up sleeping in the recliner. She didn't dare get him into her bed because her husband is a big dude or was a big dude at the time. And, um, you know, she was worried about him getting rolled on or something for good mm-hmm. reason. And. And or her rolling on him, anybody really, but you know, yeah. she just uh, didn't think of, in the bed was a good spot for him. She'd end up having to sleep in her recliner so that she could hold him all night, or he would scream and bawl all night long. Yeah, that so, uh, yeah. Well, we are, uh, you are blessed, we're very lucky. Yeah, yes, <laughs> yes, yes, you are. I don't want to brag, but my babies
1: all slept straight through the night, too, from day one. I have I gotten know, you've very been lucky, super lucky <laughs> with all of them. My teenager did not sleep straight through the night when I got him. Right? Are kidding me?
0: (laughs) I've somehow gotten just really damn lucky. But, (laughs) (laughs) well, you guys, what a week. We have two cases this week that uh, had huge updates in them within just a very short time of us putting them out there.
1: Yeah, yeah. And
0: so... Oh, have you seen the beds that have a spot for a dog bed at the foot with stairs? No, yes, I have. They're so cute. That's nice, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wish I could have that. But then our Basset Corgi would always get on the bed, and she's not allowed to sleep on the bed because she's too hairy, and my
1: husband can't handle it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good thing he's not our producer anymore. <laughs> he used to threaten to knock us off air if Katie badmouthed him while we were on, right? Show. Now I'm producing it, so it's all good, yeah
0: something you know. about she makes his eyes itch I don't know <laughs> <laughs> I mean okay <laughs> <laughs> take a tech for God's sake, she's a nice right. dog <laughs> she
1: is a nice dog it is true
0: <laughs> anyway, so I mean, first of all, our first case this week, we talked quite a bit about uh death row uh. Inmate. Inmate. God, I, I, this is horrible. I was trying to say contestant. <laughs> <laughs> Awful. Shut up. <laughs> uh, yeah, inmate was uh, sentenced to die on today, the 27th, Melissa yes. Lucio. And we had reported on that case and talked about what was going on with it. Uh, and then almost immediately, she was granted a stay, not from the yeah. governor who made it pretty clear that
1: he didn't give a shit if she lived or died, no. but from the parole board. So Christy, I'm going to yeah. let you tell us all about it. Yeah. So this, this actually came down from the court of criminal appeals and they did find that a lot of the claims that have been made by her lawyer need to be considered by a trial court. Um, there are a lot of allegations here in including that the prosecutor might've used false testimony um, that there was previously unavailable scientific evidence that could, you know, exonerate her. There's a whole bunch of mm-hmm. stuff going on, so her uh, execution has been postponed indefinitely. Yes, indefinitely. That indefinitely. Was the best part. That is the best part. So mm-hmm. now what's happening is that this case gets dropped back down into a lower court for a judge to ha- hear. Argument about whether or not she actually should just be retried. And if she does, you know, here's the thing that happens sometimes with these. That doesn't mean they'll even retry her. If they kick it back to the prosecutor and the prosecutor has to decide whether or not to retry. If they look at the evidence and go, this woman didn't do it. They can decline to retry. And if they Mm -hmm. do that, she's exonerated, you guys. So it's really, really good news. People have Mm -hmm. worked so Hard for Melissa Lucio because this has been an incredibly sad, difficult, unfair situation. Mm -hmm. And I am so grateful because, guys, this is Texas. Okay. Mm -hmm. Texas loves executing people, they execute way more people than any other state. So, like, it's scary. And I'm Mm -hmm. just so grateful that she is now safe and that the courts are listening to her attorneys Mm -hmm. who are saying, She did not do this. There was no crime. Her child died by an accident. And so, you know, we'll keep tracking what's going on here, but this is super good news for her. There is no, you know, scheduled date in the future for her execution. They're now going to work this through the courts. And fingers crossed, she will just be exonerated. Yep. Yep. Pretty awesome. Very good news. Yeah, gosh. It's just, it's so sad. Mm -hmm. and. All of it's wrong. Every bit of what's happened to her is wrong.
0: But at yes. least
1: she's had enough advocacy to save her life mm-hmm. at this point. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, it's really been, uh, it's been a bipartisan group of Texas lawmakers
1: mm-hmm.
0: that have really pushed to make it happen. Which, I mean, you think about a bipartisan group in this country in general,
1: but in Texas? Yeah, that's really There quite must good. be
0: pretty compelling evidence.
1: Uh, yeah. It appears there is. There is. an I... I'm just going to give my prediction right now that I don't think they'll retry her. I think um, a, new, yeah. a new trial will be granted and the prosecution will say uh, there's not enough evidence here. We are not going to retry her. That's, mm-hmm. That is that uh, is what I my, I predict is going to happen. So I agree with you entirely.
0: It'll take a while for that to all happen and march through, but I think it in will. the next year or
1: two we'll see Melissa Lucio freed. Mm-hmm. I think it'll be faster yep. than that hey, because Lynn. her... I hope she's so. really got the ear of a lot of people at this point. Yes. And now the court has direction too. The higher court, mm-hmm. um, you know, has sent this back down to uh, trial court. And so yeah. it, it, it may not even take that long. So I'm pretty excited. I about hope it. so. I really hope it's happy. Really fast. Yep. Me too. I'm happy for her yeah. and for her family that there's going to be some actual justice here.
0: Well, you know, it's interesting because scientific advances have uh, created. A lot of convictions and, you know, solved m- crimes here in the past quite a while. It's not very often that we see scientific advances help to exonerate exonera. people, but it does happen.
1: Well, and it's an area that we really need to be seeing our law enforcement and courts and governments looking at. Yeah. Because, I mean, you you look at uh, like we, we've we talked about the Christopher Tapp case here in Idaho Falls before mm-hmm. Angie Dodge. For rape and murder, um, he was ultimately exonerated by DNA and they used that DNA to then arrest the man who actually committed the crime. Yeah. I hope we're going to see some more of these things, too. Mm-hmm. Agree. Um, you know, I the last thing I ever want to see is anyone in prison for something they didn't do. Mm-hmm. And it is a scary number of people who are. Yeah. And it's why. I really have become completely anti-death penalty because you look at a case like Mm -hmm. Melissa Lucia and you go, wait a minute. Mm -hmm. Can we really trust this system? Yep. Uh, No, we can't. Not to that level. Nope. Nope.
0: But it's also why when you see people, you see people make comments on news stories and stuff that are like, Forget it. Let's just hang them high or, you know, things like that, that you go. Hold on. If this was your parent, your child, Mm -hmm. you wouldn't you want the entire court system to work through for you? Yeah. You know, it's easy to be on the outside looking in. But if this was your family member, you would want their rights to be preserved. You would want their due diligence. Or if it was you and you were innocent and being tried for something. Right. You have to put yourself on on both sides of that and recognize that we want the law to be correct for everybody. We do. Is it? No. Has it been historically?
1: Hell no. No. But do we want that? We all should. Most definitely. Most definitely we do. So every time one of these things happens, we're moving a little closer to a better system. But we're a long ways from Mm -hmm. an equitable system by any means. Oh, yeah. Yeah,
0: now we have a long ways to go, but yeah, Yeah. most definitely. Okay, well, where do we go from here? Let's talk about uh, Tammy Daybell. So we were hoping that we might have a little more news in this case at this point. There's a couple of big things that we're waiting to see come out. One of which is that the uh, defense has still not declared whether or not they're seeking the death penalty on Lori.
1: Yeah, the prosecutor. Or the prosecutor, yeah. They mm-hmm. have 60 days. Yeah. But why do they need arraigned? to take 60 days? I I don't know. They, they did, did take pretty close to 60 days on Chad Daybell, though. Mm-hmm. But I don't know why they would need to with Lori where this is a joint case and they're all charged with the same stuff. So I we'll have see. no
0: idea why. Yeah. Yeah. I have no idea why. So that's a little, they're just doing their thing, but I I don't know why they haven't just already declared it, but they have 60 Mm -hmm. days. So maybe they're just going to take their sweet time. But uh, the other thing, of course, is we're waiting to hear if the judge is going to grant the change of venue. And, you know, he's, he can make that ruling whenever he damn well feels like it, I think, but you know, we're kind of waiting uh, with bated breath on that one too.
1: Well, you know, he got hit with a lot of information. Um, Mm -hmm. and so, you know, he, but I would, gosh, I'd be surprised if by the end of this week, we haven't heard, you know, he's, he's, uh, Boyce has been really quite timely with his ruling. He He doesn't, and
0: especially now that this has all been accelerated to October, you'd think everybody would be, uh, kind of speeding up. Yeah. So, the one thing that did come out, though, is Justin Lum was able to come up with Tammy's initial death certificate, which right. is something uh, we have not seen. Now, remember, this is be- this is
1: pre-exhumation. Right. But so we did this finally... This isn't really new information, but it's confirming. But it's been something that's been,
0: yeah, under wraps. So this is it. This is the, the first death certificate. Uh cause of death probably will be amended, you know, but uh at the time uh it was ruled natural causes and they said that her uh cause of death was a cardiac event.
1: Which I think pretty much is just a guess. So mm-hmm. you know, I mean it's interesting. Mm-hmm. Does it really mean anything? Probably not. Well they didn't how do would it coroner to? even so,
0: know the coroner um, has it's just a person.
1: Because I think generally um, a heart event like that is just sort of the, if someone dies mm-hmm. of unknown causes at home, they assume yeah. it's their heart. I mean, I, yeah. I I think that's a pretty common, just across the board, unexpected yeah. death.
0: I think so. Yeah. It was
1: a healthy moment.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's oh, crazy. It's pretty wild, and then the other thing was just uh, Justin also had published some uh, probate paperwork, uh, just showing that Emma, their daughter Emma, is uh, was named the uh, executor over Tammy's estate last year. No so big yeah. surprise to anybody, but that's pretty much it. But those mm-hmm. are the
1: things that came out anyway. Interesting, just to confirm those things though, and you know. Mm-hmm hopefully soon gonna know what that new mm-hmm. you know, what the new what the autopsy shows what the death certificate will be changed to say because it's it's yeah. gonna be admitted i don't have any doubt
0: oh yeah yeah for sure but those are things we'd never had a look at so it is kind of interesting stuff yeah now we did tell you that the trial of billy shamir mirror the retrial the second uh trial of Billy Shamirmir had kicked off this week and that, uh, they had trouble getting started because one of the, uh, jurors, uh, you know, forgot to come to court and went to work instead and they had to send someone out to get him. So
1: Christy, what's going on? Right. Super duper dumb of that. But so here's, here's what they've been showing. So they're currently sharing, um, what physical evidence they do have, um, Some surveillance video, they do have some surveillance video showing Billy Shamir following Lou Harris out of the store that she was in. He followed her home and then is accused of killing her there. They did show her jewelry box that did have her name in it. Mm -hmm. And uh, the $2 bills. So Lou loved to give $2 bills to family members. That was one of her favorite things to do. And so she had a bunch of them in her jewelry box. And they also, in the jewelry box, was a bracelet, a necklace, and a ring. Those were all items of Lou Harris's. And so these connect Billy Shamirmir to Lou Harris, but they also, um, you know, show that he was, in fact, in her house. Mm -hmm. They've shown crime scene photos and um, uh, the, the lipstick smudged pillow that was found on her bed that they believe was used to... Uh, smother her. Smother her. She a picture of her where her her lipstick looked as though it had been wiped off, like on the pillow. You know, mm-hmm. so they're trying to connect Shamir Mir to her, her death, her body, um, her, uh, you know, her house. Yeah. he did actually have her keys on him at the time that he was arrested. Well, that's so, a piece of evidence we didn't hear before. I know. I had not heard that one before. So those are some things. This is what they've been showing the jury. Mm-hmm. as they're, you know, trying to show that, you know, connect him to this. Um, they're also showing the um, Mary Bartell deposition that she did um, in 2020 before she passed away. And then they talked about... Um, that uh, Mary Bartell's jewelry was sold online and it was from an account that was linked to Billy Schminer. So mm-hmm. this is the kind of stuff they have. Now this is other than the keys, which I had not heard before. Um, They, this is pretty much what they had before. Yeah. The, the uh, jury, the original jury deadlocked on. And so mm-hmm. fingers crossed, you know, the hard part is that there's not, They don't have fingerprints. They don't have blood. They don't have DNA. Those kinds of things did not exist in this case. And they don't have any evidence of most of the offenses that they suspect him of. Because he got away with them, you know, years Mm -hmm. prior to this. But that's where they're at. They're showing all of this. I mean, Mm -hmm. all of that together, it it definitely paints a picture. I mean, how would he have Mm -hmm. possession of all of them not been in the house? Yeah. And why would he have been in her house for the police to immediately find her dead? Because Mm -hmm. it happened all pretty quickly, all in the same day. So, Well, and
0: I'm not sure if you said this or not, but last time they had quite a bit of evidence of him fencing jewelry to, uh,
1: you know, to to known fences in the area over Ah. the course of several years. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Well, and he had this account. He was selling this jewelry online. Yes, And they proved that he did sell some of Mary Bartell's jewelry. Yes. And and they showed her her um, her deposition. So, yeah, I, it's good stuff. Sorry, I might have zoned out of some of that. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> uh, it's good stuff. It's Just fingers crossed that it's enough. Yeah. To keep him off the street because he is a dangerous person who we don't want out there preying oh, on mm-hmm. the elderly anymore. They believe killed close to 20 people. I mean, we're oh, talking yeah. about. This isn't a little bit. One would be too many,
0: but it's a lot.
1: Well, and the sad part of it is, I don't know if they'll ever know for sure exactly how many. Because um, they were ruled natural deaths. They thought that the theft happened from the staff at these retirement homes. Like, they guessed between 18 and 24 deaths. And Lou Harris is the only one they've been able to actually charge him on. Yeah. So... Fingers crossed, you guys. I really yeah. hope that Billy Shamir Mir is going to be off the street, but yeah. We'll see. We'll keep we'll keep you up to date on what's happening.
0: Yeah, for sure. So one of the other trials that we were watching has had to take a break. It's all been very dramatic, so it probably shouldn't be any big surprise that the uh, romance novelist Nancy Brophy. Her murder trial is now on hold because someone in the courtroom had a positive COVID-19 test.
1: Oh, (laughs) gosh.
0: (laughs) The prosecution has rested and now they are not coming back to court until next week. They're on a break to uh, let the COVID stuff settle down. Sure. So, uh, you know, it's all very dramatic when it's related to Nancy Brophy.
1: Well, that is true. Everything that's going on with her is full of drama.
0: Yeah, it is. So we'll keep watching that one. I was kind of hoping we might have a conviction in the next week or two, but uh, probably not because somebody had to go get the vid. Right. But speaking of dramatic, Galene Maxwell's brother, Ian, just can't shut the hell up. <laughs> and he just keeps doing interviews and things, and it's really cracking me up. So last week, he said that he and his siblings were profoundly shocked by the judge's rejection of a retrial. Oh, please. Profoundly shocked. Yeah. This it's week, whatever. he said she is perturbed by the judge's refusal to grant her a retrial. Perturbed, I tell you.
1: Perturbed, yes. <laughs> We're
0: We're profoundly shocked. We are blown out of the water here. Are
1: are they ever perturbed or shot profoundly shocked about the stuff that she's done? No. I mean, it's so gross the way that they don't acknowledge her part in this at all, and it's just not okay. That is Mm -hmm. not okay. Yep.
0: Also, been a trial date set in the Ethan Crumbly matter. Oh, for September
1: sixth. Okay. That's going to be interesting. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. I don't know. Do you think he's going to really... I can't imagine he'll really go to trial. I kind of think he will. Really? I do, because he's enjoying this a lot. Well, he is, and I guess, you know, they are trying to bring his mental health into it, so maybe they will, and have, uh, you know, dueling experts and all that stuff. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Yep. He's enjoying it. Remember, he wanted his letters from his fan club, and He's enjoying this
1: fame. It's creepy. Mm-hmm.
0: So, no, nope, I think that he probably will. But that's, that's coming up point. in September. We're going to have to eat our Wheaties and get our running shoes on if we have crumblies in September and Daybell's in October. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Clear your schedules, boys and girls. Yeah. <laughs> the fall is going to get wild. It is. Wow. That is cra- it's going to be some crazies. I don't even know how we will handle the Daybell matter. We cannot possibly go to court all of those days.
1: We can't. No. Nope. If,
0: if, if it is here, we can't. Maybe we can go to some days, but we can't
1: go to it all. No. No. Yeah. We'll how to summarize. Though maybe they'll
0: something. allow it to be streamed. I'm really hoping they'll allow it to be streamed. But even then, we can't sit with it all day, every day for six weeks, 10 weeks. We Mine. can't. <sighs> we'll have to just watch it, sum it up, talk about the exciting stuff, show videos of uh, Pryor's actual pearls getting torn off and skittering across the floor. Yeah,
1: and right. Too hard. Definitely going to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ghislaine Maxwell gets sentenced in June. Yeah. And then they could just send her ass to prison and we can stop hearing about her, which would be fine with me.
0: Well, they'll just be even more profoundly
1: shocked and perturbed then. Well, can you imagine the complaints after she's in actual prison? Cause she's just been <laughs> in jail this whole time. Wait till, wait till she finds out how fun prison is.
0: Mm-hmm. Yikes. Also, if you're watchers of the new Law and Order, they did an episode that seems to be one of those ripped from the headlines deals about oh, the crumbly parents. They did. Oh, good. I, I haven't seen watch it. That. Now I want to. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
0: for sure. It's true. Mark Means is gone, but at least Pryor keeps things interesting. It's true. Oh, he does. Yeah. I
1: truly wonder if the top of his head is ever going to just explode. His face gets so red. Mm hmm. <laughs> Makes yeah. me wonder if they need to call nine one one.
0: Earlier, Red Girl said she's been watching the videos where we're the, they were debating change of venue, and she said Man Pryor is a whiny brat.
1: Yes, yeah. yes, he is. The
0: court is pretty
1: uncool. It
0: is. <laughs> Lynn said her sister wants to take the whole day bell case off work.
1: <laughs> Ten weeks. I guess start I saving up. <laughs>
0: yeah. I
1: do get Yes, it would be like a cartoon. Like, I'm expecting smoke to start coming out of his ears and, you know, <laughs> stuff like that. Because he gets so red. I'm like, geez, dude, are you mm-hmm. like, do you need blood pressure medication or maybe more of it or something? Like, it's it's kind of terrifying.
0: And in the Patreon, one of our Patreons this month was about the uh, occult in, not the occult, occult. <laughs> new york and two Mm -hmm. times during this guy's trial he had to be hauled out of court uh having a medical event they said maybe some kind of seizure or something no one really knew and they weren't sure that this wasn't just a big bunch of faking yeah but uh this reminds me a little of uh you know are we gonna see Pryor have medical events in court because uh he's so red and so overwhelmed and breathing and sweating and hearing things in the corner and
1: yeah well and you know If this all ends up in Fremont County, that is a little courthouse that is going to be a little hot courtroom. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Not going to be fun. Mm -hmm. In
0: a little town where if you're prior, everywhere you go, people will not like you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's going to be interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, Our big case this week that we, uh, so we brought to you on Tuesday, the case of Lily Peters. So Lily Peters is a 10-year-old girl that went missing on Sunday from Chippewa Falls, Wisconsin, and then on Monday morning was found by some people hiking in the woods on this wooded trail uh, near where she went missing, uh, found her body, and We had reported this, and then later that day, she had gone missing from her aunt's house. And later that day, uh, the police stormed her aunt's house and set it up as a crime scene, and they arrested a suspect. And so we want to share with you that suspect uh, did go to court um, today. He was arraigned earlier today. So we're going to share with you the first, uh, I don't know, I think it's probably about the first seven minutes of that event. So I'm going to get that set up here quickly uh, because Mm -hmm. I think uh, they'll do it more justice than I can. And honestly, I'm just about speechless on it. So, yeah, it's it's really terrifying. Yep. So come on, technology, do your thing. Here we go. All right. I'm going to share this screen here and get it started.
2: Um, JDC with his attorneys Kirby Harless and Carl Schmidt, um, all appearing via video. All right. So Attorney Harless, uh, first of all, um, there has been a criminal complaint that has been filed or okay, provided? So filing that please approach and attorney Harless have you uh, been able to receive a copy of that criminal complaint and discuss the charges and maximum penalties with your client
3: we have yes your honor we would waive any further reading uh, we would uh, waive the pilot for a preliminary hearing. Which we have discussed uh, with our client. Um, and we are requesting that it be set uh, for a hearing uh, next week. Uh, I believe uh, there's still decisions to be made as to council moving forward. Uh, so I'd like to have it delayed for one week in order to uh, have council permanently assigned
2: uh, and make a decision uh, from scheduling from there. All right. Uh, Attorney Newell, did you have any arguments on bond for this matter? Yes, Your Honor. The state is requesting a $1 million um, cash bond with the condition that he have no contact with any juveniles and not possess any dangerous weapons. The state understands that the state is asking for a very high cash bond for um, a defendant of 14 years of age. But given... The statements that the defendant made to law enforcement that his intention was to rape and kill the victim from the get-go when he left the house with the victim going down the trail, state believes that there is a need to protect the community and also a concern regarding the defendant fleeing um, given the severity of the punishment he is facing for all three of these charges that gives him a very incentive, very big incentive not to resolve the matter and to um, flee the area, but protection of community also is necessary in this case, given his statements, once again, regarding his intentions and also his statements regarding the fact that when he did get off of the trail, punched the the victim in the stomach, knocked her to the ground, essentially strangled her, hit her with a stick before, um, strangling her to the point of death before he then sexually assaulted her um, based upon all that, the state believes that a one million dollar cash bond is appropriate with the two conditions outlined. All right, Attorney Harless or Attorney Schmidt, any
3: objections? Uh, yes, Your Honor, to the uh, the cash uh, the cash amount. Uh, this is Attorney Schmidt. I'll, I'll be addressing the broader argument. Uh, we we're asking the court to impose a one hundred thousand dollar cash bond. Uh, we agree that cash is appropriate in this case. Uh, the charges are extremely serious. Uh, <clears throat> uh, we do not feel that uh, setting bond in excess of one hundred thousand dollars is, is necessary or appropriate in this case. Uh, we do not believe that uh, Mr. PV is a flight risk. He is fourteen and an eighth grader. Uh, he cannot drive. Uh, he is not. Uh, In a position to raise uh, much money, uh, frankly, uh, at all on his own. He resides with his mother. He is a lifetime resident of Chippewa County. Uh, We believe that a $100,000 cash bond uh, should be adequate to uh, ensure uh, that uh, Mr. PB does not flee, that uh, he has a realistic opportunity for uh, some sort of pretrial release uh, as limited as I think that that would be. Uh, I believe that in light of uh, his age and that circumstance uh, that setting that bond any higher than $1,000 uh, is far beyond what's necessary to serve the goals of bail Uh, I think that all it would do would be essentially to index um, distaste at the details of these offenses. That's all, then. All right, thank you.
2: All right.
1: Okay, so that's
0: probably all we need to see of that. I'm going to stop sharing the screen here. Okay. Yes, a 14-year-old in 8th grade. Oh. The charges are first-degree murder and first-degree sexual assault. Uh, yeah. So, apparently, he went with her, left her aunt's house, his mother's house, and headed down a trail, and he had this planned sounds like he'd had this plan for a while and was waiting for an opportunity. Yep. Um, he punched her in the stomach. He hit her with a stick and then he choked her until she died and then he sexually assaulted her. Mm-hmm. She was 10 years old. Yeah. The suspect is her cousin. I spoke to a neighbor.
1: By marriage, right? Kind of. It's a little bit
0: iffy. According to a neighbor, her, the cousin is on the dad's side. His mother, or might actually be his adopted mother or stepmother, is Lily's brother, dad's
1: sister. Yeah.
0: So, related on dad's side. Um. You know, she did a normal thing. She was hanging out at her aunt's house with her cousins. And then she right. left there on her bike to go home. And one of those cousins went with her and murdered her
1: and assaulted yeah. her. Oh. Yeah. Well, and they did keep the bond at a million dollars cash bond. They didn't mm-hmm. drop it, So. They did. He is not going anywhere. Yeah. Her aunt is his biological mother. Okay. Oh, we okay. were not. There's that was one thing they weren't sure on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it yeah. is her cousin. It's her yeah. first cousin. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. He shouldn't be out. He shouldn't be around anybody. No. He, he may be a risk to himself at this point. You know, right. I mean, definitely he needs to be kept where he is. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Most definitely. Mm. Yeah. Well, and he yeah, he can't go home on bail. He can't be around other children. He no. can't really be around anybody. Yeah.
1: Well, they did say that he can have visits with his own siblings with adult mm-hmm. supervision. So. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Again, no, he shouldn't because he did this to his
1: cousin. I know. Yeah. I don't know why they would want to bring siblings in to see him at this point. I if that was My family, I would not want any kids to be going to see him. Uh, No. I can't imagine anybody would want to. What are you supposed to say to him? You know? It's a terrible, terrible thing.
0: That's like the West's in jail right now facing charges for murdering two of their children, fighting the courts to be able to have access to their other children.
1: Yeah. No. No. You definitely lose that
0: right. Right, Cranky. Who else is he dreaming about
1: uh, torturing and killing? Right, right. And yeah, you you guys are right. This Why would the siblings want to? Yeah. You know? Yep. Yeah. Well, yeah. So he is in a juvenile facility. Um, mm-hmm. We'll see what they do. And I don't know what Wisconsin law is around whether or not he could ultimately be tried as an adult.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, it could happen. We've seen him even younger than this. So... Not sure what's going to happen there, but I'm sure that that's something that will be addressed.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this is just the beginning, of course, of this. Uh, yeah. all of this, uh, they, he must have left some evidence though, because they were on that
1: real quick. They were, they were, it happened very quickly. Um, Cranky, you think he will be tried in as, as an adult? They do that there, okay, they mm-hmm. do that in Wisconsin. I wouldn't be right. surprised. Yeah.
0: And, and true, Paula. This probably is not the first time he's been violent.
1: Probably right. not. Well, and his dad is in prison, right? Yeah. One of the things
0: the neighbor said was that the bio dad is in prison uh, for child pornography.
1: Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, people in cameras saw him with her. Wow. Mm. Okay. Yep.
0: It. This is just horrifying and shocking and... Definitely a case that we want to keep an eye on. And all of the love to her family and her community. People are just horrified.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, and his, too. Can you imagine? this being Uh your kid? Yeah. Well, that's her family, too. Yeah. Yeah. I can only
0: imagine. Yeah. Yeah. It's just an unbelievable thing to have happen. Unbelievable. But also, he did those things to her. He left her bike in one spot and her body in another. Then he went home. That is who we're talking about. Fairy magic. We Mm -hmm. haven't said his name because he's a minor, but um, I don't know why we're protecting it because the media is not. And his name is
1: Carson Petersberger. They're using um, in court. They're using initials, but in the news, it has been. Yeah. But yeah, you're correct. That is his name.
0: Yep. Um, Yeah, in in court they're using it, but the media's all been using his real name, his whole name. Mm -hmm. So, At any rate, but after he did these things, he returned home and watched his family search for her frantically. Yeah. Watched the police be called, watched the community looking, had to have known, you know, that this was all happening. Yeah. And what the hell was his plan?
1: Do you think he's fourteen?
0: He, he would get he no He's no just planning. fourteen, and there was something real serious going on in his brain.
1: Yeah, he's a very sick kid. Yeah, but he's not old enough to plan ahead, and you know, like use forensic countermeasures or or have right. a plan about what to say or any of those things. He's he's not.
0: Yeah. No,
1: but just can you?
0: It, it kills me that he just he he watch all of that watched everyone searching for her and knew mm-hmm.
1: very well where she was and what he did. He's a psychopath. I mean, that's yeah. just the bottom line. I'm, uh, I, I have no doubt that it's going to come out that there've been a lot of other issues with him in the past and that he's yeah. been a troubled, problematic kid for a long time. Mm-hmm. And they've tried to get help, but they no, you know, they didn't know what to do. You're going to hear that story. Cause we always hear that story. Yeah. But that kid's a psychopath. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's doubt. why he could watch his family like that and not care.
0: Yeah, agreed. Cranky said, "I suspect she was his target for a long time." I'm thinking yes. you're right.
1: Well, he said that. Had his eye on her. Yeah. yeah,
0: he's had his eye on her. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Very, very sad. So we'll keep an eye on that one for sure. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Angela said, I have to say from my life experiences and now dealing with my 13-year-old son's quote-unquote friends, I find that age group quite intimidating. I agree.
1: Yeah.
0: It's an age with boys where they suddenly start realizing that they can flaunt uh, authority in
1: the rules. Yep. And they start to get big enough to fight back. Yep. They also get a big testosterone Mm -hmm. surge between like 13 and 14. When Mm -hmm. I work in a group foster home. All our all our kids were thirteen to fourteen year old boys. Yeah. So yeah, it, you're totally right. That age group is tough. If if kids yep. are already struggling and have some problems, they get to that age and it gets way worse. Yep. They get really tough.
0: Yep. Yeah, they want to be gangsters. They want to be tough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, and this is when testosterone is absolutely dumping into their systems. Yep. And
1: they don't. Some of them don't handle that well at all either. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah if they're, they're already struggling and that starts, ha- you know, and then that happens, that's, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. They get bigger.
0: Mm-hmm. They get
1: bigger. And so they do become more intimidating. Yeah. hmm Yeah, for sure. Yep. So I'm sure yeah. there's going to be a lot come out at this point. Oh yeah, definitely. Without a doubt. So
0: of course, yeah, so many questions and we'll see how much of it does come out in court. If they try him as an adult, we'll probably see plenty of it,
1: nope. uh, you know, in here. I mean, I'd honestly it, be surprised if they don't. I don't know what, I don't know yeah. why they wouldn't. Yeah. Considering this is a very adult crime. Yeah. Well, and for the sake of protecting the community, I mean, there's no saying that putting this kid in, in detention till he's 21 is going to And make the world a safer place. You know, it's not. Mm -hmm. The kid will do like something like this at 14. Right. What's coming?
0: Yeah. Well, he's kind of a crumbly at this point, right? You know, they are in a space where, uh, like with Ethan, where the hell do you put him? I mean, this kid currently, it sounds like, is at a juvenile detention facility? But Mm -hmm. again, these are kids that... (laughs) The other kids that are in there, it makes what they did look like a child's play and they may not be safe with this person around them.
1: Right. It'll be a real huge challenge to house him because yeah. they he would be a risk to the other to the kids in any facility like that. So, yeah, yeah. it is. It's going to be a lot like Ethan Crumley in that respect. Yeah.
0: yeah. Well, yes, they were having fun. Fairy Magic said earlier in the day he was pulling her down the street on his hoverboard. And right. her on roller skates by the hands, and they were laughing. And neighbors thought they were having fun. Yeah,
1: yep. I'm sure she did too. Yeah, you know?
0: she, she was probably an had no idea. Ten year old girl. Yeah, she just thought this kid was her cousin, her friend, her pal. Yep. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure he's isolated right now, for oh. sure. Yeah, he'd have to be. Yeah, and on suicide watch, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Well, what a tragedy. What a horrifying thing. Yeah. All of those things, lots of you guys are asking if it's possible that he's been sexually abused. Yeah, it's absolutely possible. Sure. Uh, Clearly, and, I've had a problem. Mm-hmm. And those things will certainly come out as they go
1: through the process here. Mm-hmm. They want, will. To try him. Yeah. Well, because his defense is going to look at anything like that yeah. to try to mitigate this in some way. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah,
0: so that's it. Anything else anybody wants to talk about or throw out here? You guys, what are you guys watching? (laughs) Any cases we're not talking about?
1: (laughs) I don't know. We stay up on as many as we possibly can, but there's always something, you know.
0: Well, everybody's watching Johnny Depp Amber Heard, and we haven't reported on it because it's not necessarily true crime. Mm-mm. Um it is a villager and turd circus, however, oh, without a gosh. doubt. Yeah. Anything new in Delphi Janet? I hadn't heard.
1: Mm. Oh, oh, yes. God, Madeline McCann. Yeah, there has they have named a suspect. It... Mm-hmm. They've changed, you know, that the whole investigative thing changed. And mm-hmm. it's now Portugal that's that's investigating. And they have mm-hmm. they have um named They have named a a suspect, but I don't know that he's been, has he been charged? Just named. I think he's just been, is he the same guy? Yeah. It's the same suspect
0: that they've had all along. Yeah. 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 Oh, Amy, I'm so sorry. Amy's brother, Eli, finally passed away Saturday morning. He has been struggling with cancer and has been terribly, terribly sick. Amy, I'm so, so sorry.
1: Oh, me too. Yeah. Much love to your family, Amy.
0: Yeah. It. Oh, nothing new in Delphi. Oh, but Janet said, Keegan, Anthony Klein, and his dad. Hard to believe they aren't involved at this point.
1: Right. right. Need, I agree. If they're not, then they're just involved in something else, you know.
0: Because they yeah. are. Oof. Yuck.
1: hmm
0: Well, we've got both sides of the aisle here. Cranky is sick to death of the Johnny Depp stuff. Renee is hooked on it and even thought about going to sit in the court.
1: Renee, if you do, please come back and report. We want to right. hear. Yeah. Well, and Linda says she's not watching it at all. So <laughs> it's just it's just gross and crazy. And I don't know.
0: I will say uh, there was uh, a couple of things. I haven't been watching it either, except for snippets that people keep sending me, mostly, and on TikTok and stuff. My kids mm-hmm. have watched it a lot more than I have. Actually, they've schooled me, but I. Uh, That yesterday, her attorney makes it hard to, for anyone to get a word in edgewise. He constantly interrupts to object Mm -hmm. for hearsay. Constantly. And in this uh, instance yesterday, he asked the question and then he objected to it. (laughs) And then the whole court kind of went, wasn't that your,
1: oh, he kind of went, oh. (laughs) Like, yeah, he's an idiot. (laughs) One yeah. of the things he said to Johnny Depp, what did he say? You poured yourself a, a mega pint of wine. They were talking about some incident that mm-hmm. happened. And Johnny Depp goes, a mega pint of wine. Like, what the hell is that? And uh, he said, well, I did mm-hmm. pour myself a large glass of wine. Like, what is a mega pint? Like, he's using really kind of inflammatory language. Amber yeah. Heard's attorney is. And oh, yeah. It's like, come well, on, something. dude. That isn't yeah. even um, a thing. Like, mm-hmm. well, what is that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And GB's surprised Pryor hasn't objected to himself. We'll watch yeah. for that. We will, because it. that could happen. Yeah. Um, yeah. You're right, Angela, though. It's a defamation case and it's just defaming both of them. Yeah.
0: They're mm-hmm. both just pretty
1: terrible, frankly. Mm-hmm. They both
0: look like, yeah, damn idiots. Cranky mm-hmm. agreed. agreed I will say I'm certain I at this point I'm definitely on team Johnny however hearing there was a snippet that they played yesterday of Amber telling him no one's going to believe you no one's going to believe that you a man are a victim of domestic violence You go ahead and try to tell people they're not going to believe you the way she said that and talked to him was chilling yeah and that one really got to me Yeah. yeah But, yeah, yeah, rich people, they're fighting over 50 to to $100 million here. Yeah. I mean, that's more money than most of us will ever see in our lifetimes. And they're
1: like, they're spending all that in t- attorneys at this point. I mean, it's yeah. crazy. It is. Yeah. It is. Uh, Duggar's sentencing is just in the next few days, I think. I thought it was right at the end of April.
0: Mm, I thought it, it were right at the first part of May.
1: Yeah, it's coming yeah, oh, that's right right Because it got pushed yeah. back a little bit. But, yeah, I bet we're going to yeah. be seeing it here quite shortly. Mm -hmm. Which, hey, Holly, that'll do my heart good to see old Joshy head right off to prison. Yeah. Yeah.
0: The woman who's her lawyer told the doctor no to answering a question. Wow. Wow. Yeah.
1: Yep. Hmm. Interesting. Oh,
0: let's see. Uh, Cranky or JR, I want to get back to what you said. There's a man who just escaped a halfway home. Oh, when he was thirteen, he killed his mom. Oh wow, is that happening in New York? She said his name is Nicholas Souzer.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, keep an eye on that. Uh, the pushback in the de- in the Duggar trial was requested by the defense because I don't know they are you know just well they had initially said because they weren't ready,
0: but then there was some talk that uh, there was some uh, scheduling conflicts that they hadn't been able to work out with other cases. Yeah. So we're not entirely. It's mostly just
1: a lot of whining. And the judge was like, fine, whatever. I mean, he's in jail. So it's not like.
0: Right. It's not like it's going anywhere. It's not going anywhere. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, I know. I think we were all ready to see him get his sentence. Yeah. Right. Well, right. It's sentencing. What do they need to be
1: ready for? They acted like they were still arguing stuff, you know? Well, they have all along. They keep acting like they still have shots at things. They've tried all kinds of stuff that didn't mm-hmm. go anywhere. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. They need to just sentence him and send his butt to federal prison. And, <laughs>
0: Yet everything they've tried has failed. And I, they, people have been perturbed, I tell you. Perturbed, Perturbed. yes. <laughs> they have not really gotten another crack at the apple. And people well, are
1: perturbed. Yeah. Right, so perturbed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't
0: know if you guys uh watched the end of our episode last night about the hero duck. Detective <laughs> duck. Detective duck, yes.
1: hmm But somebody also, in our comments said he
0: really quacked the case.
1: <laughs> and he
0: did. Yes, he did quack the case. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. But I told you guys a joke, and if you didn't hear it, I'm gonna tell you again just because it's so funny. <laughs> So, why do ducks wear long tail feathers?
1: Well, I know, but I won't say.
0: (laughs) You're supposed to say why.
1: (laughs) Why? Why?
0: To cover up their butt quacks. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, the duck is a friend of the show.
1: Definitely. Mm -hmm. Definitely.
0: Absolutely. Uh, Let's see. The influencer who stabbed her on again, off again boyfriend in Florida. Oh, yeah. No, Janet, we've never really covered that case. We should. That's an interesting one. I've watched
1: it a little bit, but I'm not sure what's going on right now. We'll have to check that out for next week.
0: Yeah, no kidding. Well, and uh, uh, Marcus Spanavello, there really hasn't been anything that I know of here in this last week with him either. But in the Cassie Harley case, Mm -hmm. we'll watch him for that as well. So I'm sure it'll be another wild week of uh, crime and court and, you know, all that jazz.
1: Well, we're here for it.
0: Yep. (laughs) Oh, he, Darkwing Duck. Thank you, GB. That's what I was trying to think of when we reported on that case. Indeed. Mm-hmm. Darkwing Duck. Uh, she was at a bar with her dad pulling a Casey Anthony. Oh, gross. Ooh. Yikes. Or a, uh, no dare we say it, without getting attacked somewhere, Kyle Rittenhouse, not friend of the show, yeah. <laughs> Kyle Rittenhouse.
1: <laughs> yes, like that. Yeah. Celebrating his murders. hmm Yep. Gross, gross. Where
0: is Mark Means? Mostly mouthing off on Twitter. Mm -hmm. But you know what he does? He's not posting stuff on his own page so much. He comments on court cases and stuff. He comments on court TV all the time. And it's always like you can see his shady, salty, pissed off self.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Uh, Recently he said something about, you know, if you could ever find an honest prosecutor. Yes, I saw that. Wow, Mark. You have only had one prosecutor that I am aware of dealing with because you weren't really a defense attorney when you all came into all of this. Right. Still salty about the prosecutor, I see.
1: (laughs) However, it was not the prosecutor that got thrown off that case. Now, was it, Marky Means? Yeah.
0: Nope.
1: Nope. Not a bit. (laughs)
0: Paula said I'm just commenting on the stupidity of Duggar and his attorney yeah Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yes agreed all of it I just think that the Duggar's attorney are still uh, still just milking the cow Mm -hmm. sure they're still getting paid Mm
1: -hmm. yeah
0: Yeah. (laughs) it means it's just mad because he sucked and he got fired (laughs) (laughs) that is definitely true (laughs) that pretty much sums it up see if i were <laughs> mark i think at this point i would change my twitter handle or maybe get a new one if i really want to be a, a tweeter you know and um, yeah stop commenting on stuff because if you follow him then it shows up in your stuff and you're like oh yikes this again
1: yeah it's mm-hmm. a good point He should change his twitter handle to mark means x law <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, or
0: something completely different to, you know, John Doe, attorney at large, mm-hmm. something.
1: <laughs> Not Lori Vallow's ex-attorney, you know. <laughs> How about Blue-Eyed Angel Boy? <laughs> oh, my God, yeah. That, That's yes, a good Twitter handle. Awesome. That's a yes. great Twitter handle. Blue-Eyed Mark, Angel Boy. If you're listening,
0: still get Grammarly, $29.99 a month. Please do. It's going to mm-hmm. help you in your future endeavors, I promise. Mm-hmm. Secondly, new Twitter handle. Blue-eyed angel boy. Trust yep. me. Yep. Yes. Definitely. <laughs> well, we probably better call it. I have some little puppy boys that need their dinner. Uh-oh. So, we are going to be back tomorrow night at 7 p.m. Mountain for the Psychic Hour.
1: Yes, we are. We're going to be talking about crystals. Yes. Going to be well, really fun. Our favorite thing. We went to a really cool crystal store on Saturday. We did? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Everyone had to come up here and meet the puppies. Yes, we did. Definitely. Then we had to go to a super cool crystal store. And then we had to go to a super cool ice cream store. Mm -hmm. We did. Yeah. There you go. This is how we roll. Well, we'll tell you all about it. So we'll be back. (laughs) All righty, you guys. Well, thank you so much for being here. As always, we appreciate you. Keep an eye on uh, Patreon, by the way. If you're patrons, there are two new cases that have come up here in the last few days. Very interesting ones. Ooh, The one that broke last night.
1: Mm. Yikes. Yikes, Ooh. yikes, yikes.
0: Mm-hmm. The dirtiest of all dirty cops. Yep. The dirtiest. Absolutely.
1: The, mm-hmm. the dirtiest,
0: definitely. Mm-hmm. All righty, you guys. Well, this has been yet another production of True Crime Paranormal with the Psychic Sisters. Take care. Bye, everybody.